good whatever time of the day it is you are listening to us. This is the PNA Podcast Express Quick Trip number 18. No, 18. Yes. Did I get that right? 18. You pulled wow. that out of your ass. I did. I truly did. That came right out of me bum. Congratulations. Speaking, he is Adam Philkins. I'm Phil Nickel. My cousin Mike, Mike Nichols, here to hey, join us for this quick trip. Uh, you can email us, speaking of arseholes, at pineapplenipplearsehole at gmail.com. I think he aimed that at you. <laughs> no, because I, I pulled episode 18 out of my arsehole. That it was episode it, quick trip oh, 18. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about Mike. Well, either is applicable. Well, or, <laughs> we're all the asshole in somebody's story, remember. That's my. That's the mantra in life. No matter who you are out there in life, you are the asshole in someone's story. You know, or everyone. Or everyone. But yet, I mean, we all have friends who are assholes in everyone's story. That is true. You can also email us at, at PNA Podcast Express at gmail.com. That's uh, Pine Nutella Alpha Podcast Express. Week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> so any karate kicks to the crotch? I just put way too big of a hunk of beef jerky in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Here's one. So here's what I found. This, this is 100% bullshit around here. We love our beef jerky. You know that about this podcast. This podcast was basically, you know, instead of we built this city on rock and roll, we pretty much built this podcast on beef jerky. I found this bullshit. Get this. They make a mushroom jerky. And here's what it says. It's a meat-free jerky. Gives jerky lovers everywhere an option with a lower carbon footprint than the beef industry produces. Why we love it. This zesty mushroom jerky became an instant favorite of our head of sustainability, Jamie. He's known for to sing its praises, saying, I can, I can be particular when it comes to food texture, but pans is no dried out mushroom. It's perfectly seasoned and it has quite the pleasing, almost, almost, almost meaty texture. So this bullshit is <laughs> fucking mushroom jerky, zesty Thai flavor. Let, check out that bullshit. What, it, what the fuck? What in the vegan hell like is that? Garbage. Yeah, and get this, it's it's $7.50 a bag. It's They're asking the same what? price for this shit as they would for a comparable size bag of actual, real, 100% American grass-fed beef. Well, I've, I've, mushrooms are not expensive. These no, are these not, are these are the shit taki mushrooms, by the way. Shit taki, shit taki mushrooms. Yes. The first ingredient. Get this. This is how you know it's going to be floofy noofy. The first two ingredients: organic dried shiitake mushrooms, avocado oil. Get the fuck out of here. What in the living? <laughs> I tell you, I'm angered by this. And you know what? Millions of people will go out and buy it. <sighs> no, I'm thinking it's more in the tens. I can guarantee... Uh, yeah. There's a lot, of, a lot of people are vegan now. It's so, disgusting. Here's our guarantee to you, and I think Adam will buy in this, Mike, you'll buy in too. Any jerky we sample on this show will be meat-based. It might not necessarily be beef, but it's going to have something that was once alive and had to breathe air or swim in the water as a basis. Well, I want to try that just to ridicule it. That might be an interesting experiment. So if you'd like for that to happen, donate seven fifty to the show. That way, because I'm, I'm not paying for this bullshit. No, never. Yeah. <clears throat> Aren't mushrooms kind of dry to begin with? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, how, so how much terrible. work do you have to do to make a dried mushroom? It, especially yeah, it for 10 especially shiitake mushrooms. Shiitake. 
Mm-hmm. Shit take, basically. Shit take. Yep. If you want to impress me, make it out of portobellos. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's much. Still, it's it's still, still be garbage. Well, yeah, it would be. But what the fucking holy hell is this? I mean, they do call now, I did see where somebody was making a low-carb burger option, and they made their bun out of a portobello mushroom. That I can get behind. I'm okay with that. Yeah. It was beef sandwich in between two halves of a portobello mushroom. Looked good to me. That would look good to me. Remember when KFC made their chicken sandwich? Oh, chicken sandwich the double had? down? Yeah, oh, yeah. hell yeah. It was just two chicken patties? Yeah. And Pure then they, heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> Those were great. <laughs> I'm probably only still alive today because they discontinued that. Colonel Sanders, bring it back. <laughs> Finish him. Finish him. <clears throat> So, yeah. I, I just uh, had to get that out there first thing. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I it's okay. I'm, de- I'm depressed now thinking that there's people that are like, oh, man, I really need to get some of that. I li- literally discovered this on the break, and I had to contain my anger. So that was the most difficult part. Well, seriously, you ever notice all these meat substitutes? They're, they're never like, what? this is better. The meat, it's always like, never. oh, this is kind of like beef or kind of like chicken. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. What does every meat substitute compare itself to? Meat. Right. So and that's it, just like, that's like lesbians wearing a strap on. Like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yep. And if you hate men so much, why are you trying to look like one? Exactly. Yeah. Unbelievable. You know, the the, the overwhelming thing here, like, you see that impossible whopper? Yeah. You can't tell Terrible. the difference. It's almost exactly like meat. Well, almost, that almost Almost is, exactly. That's a big yeah. fucking step, that almost. Yeah. Like, I almost went to an Ivy League school. Yeah. I almost had a big dick. <laughs> I almost am successful. I'll refute the second one, but <laughs> all the other ones are plausible that it could have been possible. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I'm just... They always try and tout that we're, we are just like what we're trying to emulate. And you're not. You're not. No. First of all, if you've got to tell me that bullshit, then get the fuck out of here. Right. Right. Let it speak for itself. Just replace meat with it. Yeah. And when I go, this isn't meat, go, yeah, but it's real close, right? <laughs> Coast is only good with hand grenades and horseshoes. <clears throat> yes. Yes. So, yeah. So, way to start off the show with disappointment. What do we think about our uh, hey. gas station bought... My parents are disappointed every day, so it's no big deal. Yes, that is true. Uh, what, what do you think of our uh, peppered Jack Link's beef jerky? So I decided to go a little more generic. So I got uh, Jack Link's meat snacks, peppered beef jerky. It's seasoned with cracked black pepper. Mm. And uh, you know what? It exceeded my expectations. Now, it's does not this... terrible, but it's not good. It has good texture. The pepper really comes through. It's flavorful. I'd give it... It's a solid effort. I'd give it about a 6 out of 10. Now, does this... Does this... Being that it's cracked black pepper, does this throw away the uh, whole theory that black don't crack? I guess it really does. I mean, the answer was in the question, but yeah. So Jack Links has found a way to make a hmm. black crack. Good on them. Not hook black on crack, but make black crack. <clears throat> to, to crack black. Yes. Jack Black, Crack Black. Jack Links. Crack Black. Jack Black had nothing to do with any of this. No. Where did you pull that from? Jack Black is white. Yeah. Wow. Fuck Jack Black. <laughs> he sucks. 
and the Wayans brothers were in white kicks. It all comes full circle. That's it. That's it. Right there. Full circle. Full circle. We brought it around. For those of you who thought, how are they going to connect this back up? And boom, there we are. Male and female. Bam. Click. Yep. You're welcome. You're welcome. What can I Sorry, say? Sorry, I didn't mean to gender shame anybody. Welcome. Yeah. We put know. together two neutral plugs. I, I don't know. So don't my know friend is a dick, and here's why. He once tried to feed me one of those fucking fake bean burgers on the grill, saying, "Oh no, no, it's it's, it's it, try this, try this." And I'm like, "It's a fucking hamburger, dude. I, I know what I'm getting into here." It was one of those fucking bean burgers from back in the day, and this is back before they made anything near or impossible. Or, this is just terrible. This tasted like a fucking gym sock that had been in the bottom of the locker after it had been fucking running a marathon and thrown on the grill and seasoned with garlic. My wife has made black bean burgers before that are pretty good. I mean, it's... Like, uh, black beans on their own, I appreciate. Frijoles negros, I'm big on those. Yes. It, it, it was good, but does it replace a hamburger? No. no. Not even Gross. close. I would eat it like if she made me like... Like I would eat a salmon patty, you know? Right. But... It, it does not replace meat. Here's what I would do. The last black bean burger that I had, I would actually throw a slice of cheese on top of that, then a slice of cheese on top of a real hamburger, and then top it with the bean burger with cheese on it. Well, let me ask you this. I get behind that. Yeah. So, like, the whole thing with vegans is they don't want to eat anything that could cause pain, suffering, or death to another being. And they seem satisfied with that. Right. Me, I'm happier eating something knowing that something has died. <laughs> That's right. Knowing that my the continuation of my life is dependent upon the uh, termination of something else. Like, like one of my favorite sandwiches I've ever had. I was down south at this one establishment. And uh, it was a fried chicken sandwich with an egg on top, topped with country mm. gravy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's, that just gets the chickens in all directions and the pork gravy. Oh, man. Well, and, and you think about it, it's like, all right, I'm hitting, this could be a generational that's right. meal here. This could be a multi-generational <laughs> meal. Of course. And that makes you feel good. It does. Keeping the family together. <laughs> it, you know what it made feel good? My stomach. Yes. It was yes. wonderful. Well, I've told you the story about my Maverick burger, right? Yeah. So I, I, it was in Canada. I seen a Maverick burger, didn't think anything of it. I'm like, oh, you know, it's gonna be like a Southwest burger. No, it was horse. Yeah. And horses are tasty. They are. I went to Canada specifically to get a horse burger. I think I told you that too. Once I turned yeah. 18. Yep. And uh, I said I went to a restaurant supposedly that was renowned for their their horse burgers. And let me tell you what, there should be a lot less horses alive, and more should be on tables. Well, I did. I did ask. <laughs> I did get asked by somebody. Did you feel bad if you found out that was a horse? I was like, nay. Nay. <laughs> I don't think that was the right answer for that person. I don't think that's what they were looking for. So my first time when I... My first time. That's a good lead-in. So my first time... You'll have that on these big jobs. So my first time... <laughs> I'm going down to Tennessee. Uh, we, we drove like a late afternoon so we got there really late it was early in the morning hours and we were with this guy who was appropriately named nicknamed hillbilly hillbilly great guy fantastic guy we were going down there for a a raccoon hunt with blue tick house so we're in the deep backwoods of fucking somewhere in timbuktu tennessee it's mm-hmm. fucking four o'clock in the morning and hillbilly says i know where we can go for breakfast so it's a fucking bar 
and it's open. There's like eight people in there. And we walk in and everybody's like, Hillbilly, how you doing? And they're like, I'm like, how the fuck do you know people here? He's like, I, I get around a little bit. And uh, so we go to order breakfast and the lady brings over a plate full of uh, biscuits and gravy for everybody and sets them in front of us. And we're like, oh, we haven't ordered yet. And she says, no, every biscuits and gravy are just complimentary. We give them to everybody that comes in here and eats breakfast. I said, this is my kind of fucking establishment. Well, hell yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm like, who would have thought? I'm like, that was the greatest experience ever. Like, you, you bring over a biscuit and gravy, like, immediately, and that's your appetizer for your breakfast. Yeah, like, like you'd get... Yeah, salsa and chips at a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, exactly. That's what it compares very much to. Well, my what a great concept! If you have a restaurant, a breakfast joint, do that. Offer complimentary, uh, just a single biscuit and, bis- and, and sausage gravy as a complimentary warm up to your meal, just like you said, salsa and chips at a, at a Mexican joint. Brilliant, right? I, I would definitely eat there all the time, yeah. and I'd probably weigh about four hundred pounds. <laughs> well, have you been down south? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's a good thing I don't live down there. They, they would call you tiny. Yeah, we're little guys down there. Your nickname is yeah. tiny. Yeah. All three of us are little, and all of us are well over two hundred pounds. So, yeah, we'd be small there. I'm big in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you go to a, you'd have to go to a bigger and not so tall shirt store. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Godzilla! Big, tall, and inbred. <laughs> No, this is it. (laughs) So my my grandparents were from, they lived in North Carolina. And every meal, every meal had like biscuits and gravy with it. Like you're having spaghetti, biscuits and gravy. Yeah. There's was, never a wrong time to have biscuits and gravy. No, never. And the if you had spaghetti, it was okay to not have gravy on your biscuits and use them like garlic bread. But they, there was no garlic in them or anything like that. And if you mentioned like, oh, are we having garlic bread with it? It was like, huh? What's wrong with you, boy? Oh, damn. <laughs> Whoa, what's so wrong with you? Here's reason number, well, probably 742 why I'm fat. One of my favorite things to do when I'm eating spaghetti is just take some simple, cheap white bread. Butter the shit out of it and just load it with spaghetti and eat a spaghetti sandwich. Yeah, yes. so good. Hell yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. No, I, I, I will do that. Sometimes I'll sprinkle a little garlic salt on it. Yeah. Toast. Make toast. See, that's it blew my kid's mind one day because I had a bunch. We were having spaghetti and I, I had a, uh, like some hamburger buns left over. So I just melted some butter with some garlic and garlic uh, salt and then just brushed it on it and, and toasted them. My kids are like, you can do that? I'm like, yeah. That's, that's, what do you think? Yep. The ba- you think garlic bread just comes from the freezer? And yeah. And like, you were like, somebody had to make it somehow, somewhere. I have such things to show you. They said, you're a culinary artiste. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, like the people that think milk comes from the, the grocery store. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, milk comes from the grocery store. Or the people that think. The people that think, speaking of your vegan asshole people out there, that, that it's wrong to milk cows and consume it. Yeah, trust me, cows want to be milked. I did it for years. Sometimes they'd be feeling so much pressure they would rush into the pharmacy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it. Uh, you're doing them a favor. Yeah, it's not harming yeah. them. <clears throat> and. Like, so much so that when they're ready, they just come in to get milk. And the milk will just be squirting out, too, sometimes. Oh, yeah, they just straight up leak it. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the other 
issue that they have is, well, that cow was bred to, to breed like that. No, it pretty much did that on its yeah, own. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is what it is, you know. Just like with bacon and eggs. I mean, the chicken contributed, but the pig committed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when people are like, oh, cow, cows are bred for that, it's like, you sick fuck? You think they're breeding, like the yeah. farmers are breeding cows? It's cows breeding with each other. That's right, it's nature. And, uh, Boy, I don't want to see their search history. And you're bred to be an idiot. Yes. <laughs> yes. So these are the same people, too, though, that get all buttered about the methane that cows produce. Right. Yeah. They don't, they don't want you to kill them. The bobosphere. Yes. But yeah, there's too many of them at the same time. Yeah. It's, it's killing kill the atmosphere, you know. It's, but yet, yet at one time there were more buffalo ro- roaming North America than... <laughs> Yeah. You can't tell me buffalo farts have got to be at least on par, if not more drastic than cow farts. I would think I would so. Assume. Yeah, I would think so. They're they're big horned beasts out there roaming the plains. And you know that. I mean, if a buffalo's having fucking stomach issues, there's gonna be some hellacious. Once again, I'm talking about farts. Farts coming out of that animal. Full circle. <laughs> Speaking of buffalo, yeah, I went down to Oklahoma pig hunting here about two years ago, and uh, one of the one of the good old boys from down there that we're hunting with told us if you guys want to shoot a buffalo, I know a guy. I know a guy. He, he raises buffalo, and for a hundred dollars, he can go and shoot one. This is like for a hundred dollars. He goes, yeah, you can't keep it. It's it, it, you're just shooting it for somebody to get. So you're just ending its life. Yeah, but the meat is used. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's don't used. Me, yeah, it's yeah. used. But it was just one of those deals. It's like, yeah. Wow. I never thought I would ever have the option to shoot a buffalo. <laughs> and it, we mulled it over, but we decided we didn't have the time, and we figured, well, it's not the last time we're gonna come down here and hunt, so we'll do it another time. But. So that's definitely a thing that's going to be on my list now. Well, we have another item on the list, too, because I have a friend who lives in uh, Lafayette, Louisiana. And he uh, he has connections to take us out to kill a, a true apex predator, go gator hunting. Oh, yes. We won't do that. You know, I can tell you, we, when I used to work for uh, an unnamed bank, um, my boss and I would go down, and we, we'd, he'd always book us a, a, a house that we'd stay in on the river. Yeah. It was on the St. John's River, and I can tell you that hunting gators would not be a challenge. Because you could go along that river, and they'd just be laying there. I mean, huge gators just be yeah. laying there. They might be right inside the boat. They might be up on a log. You could pop them with a, you know, I mean, I watch those guys on TV shoot them with a twenty-two between the eyes. You could walk right up to them and do it, and they aren't going to move. So, I don't know. I mean, it would be cool. Yeah. And you might end up with a new pair of shoes and an interesting jerky to bring. But the Well, I do have some gator jerky, actually. Now that you mention it, I have the some challenge Cajun wouldn't gator be jerky. Yeah. Although my boy wants to try it. He keeps looking at the package. I'm going to have to bring that in for sample, and then he'll have to try some. Yeah. <laughs> gator jerky. Although he's even wary about eating uh, venison. I don't understand what's wrong with the kid. Yeah. Have you ever been out to uh, Stice's out in Lexington? You yeah. have alligator bites. Yeah. Yep. Cool. As an appetizer. They're good. They're really good. I, uh, it tastes like chicken. It does. Chewy chicken. I yeah. it tastes like chicken except for shiitake mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. It tastes like so. garbage. Yeah. Why are they trying to replicate beef? It would seem like chicken would be a much easier goal. Well, I, I think they're, somebody that works for them is probably, like you said, a fucking vegan or whatever. And they're like, what are we going to do for me? I like our Thai spices. Hey, let's freeze dry some fucking mushrooms and throw it on it. Now that'll pacify your stupid ass. Right? 
Yeah. Even gay people are saying that's fucking gay. <clears throat> yeah. True story. Most gay people, I think, like me. <laughs> Pretty sure Richard uh, Simmons or Richard Simmons prefers dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh. Yeah, I. Yeah, I said that on the air. Yeah. Well, that was the worst one, and my mom's like, "I never did that to you." When I t- <laughs> told the story about. Oh, I wanted to dress up like Kiss and Gene Simmons, and she thought I said Richard Simmons, and I said, that was a cold and terrible Halloween. <laughs> that was the third Halloween I was in sequins. In short shorts. It's sweat to the oldies. She, I said Gene Simmons, Mom. <laughs> Oh man, your poor mom. I know, I know. And I want to play my stand-up. She has it on recording, but she won't release it to me because the one one of the two stories she said I can never tell on this podcast is that night I did as part of my stand-up. One of the two stories. How did it go over? Well, I ended up damn near getting arrested and banned from Stesis for quite a while. Oh, this was in Lexington. Because I got it. It was open mic night. And everybody showed up with their stupid fucking acoustic guitars, playing the same three chords, singing a fucking... I don't, singing, I don't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Singing bullshit like that, or... Uh, anyway, so I goes on, and I'm doing my comedy, and I'm not working clean, and you can imagine, I fucking have... I can work clean now, I've built my repertoire up quite a bit, but I could not work clean then. And it was 9.45 at night, and there were still some kids in the bar eating with their parents. <laughs> and I was drunk. So I said, hey, it's 9.45 and you've got kids in the bar. Good fucking parenting. And then they said, they kicked me off the stage, but they said, you can go on later. And it's an older crowd. We didn't learn our lesson. So you see, what had happened was, I proceeded to drink more, and they put me on stage at 11.15, and I told some pretty off-colored jokes, and then one was about a story about my mother and, and something that had happened. It was a true story also, by the way. I just you know, I spiced it up a little bit. So they wanted to take the mic away from me so I refused to give up the mic and said they're trying to censor me and then they shut off the audio equipment and I fucking went haywire. And apparently I had the owner of the bar in a chokehold, one-handed lifting him off the ground and something happened with my friend that was there. He ended up on the floor, and I turned and pointed at the whole bar and circled around and said, I'm going to kick all of your asses. And That'll do it. one of my good friends that was there that I worked with at the time cuffed me beside the ear a couple times and said, Phil, it's time to go. Phil, it's time to go. And all of a sudden, I came to my senses, lowered the gentleman back to his feet, went out the front door of the bar to the parking lot where... Two local cops, town cops, and two county sheriffs were waiting for me. Hmm. And they said, what had happened in there? And I said, I was just trying to do comedy, sir. They didn't find it funny. <laughs> My man. He's, I was not their brand. Yeah. He then said, well, what is your plan now? I'm like, I'm not in any trouble, am I? He's like, no one's complained officially, and we just talked to the owner of the bar. He doesn't want to press any charges, although it sounds like he could. I said, well, I appreciate that. He said, well, I'm going to drive home. And the officer says, wait a minute. 
you've had a lot to drink. I'm like, yes, I've had a lot to drink. He's like, before I let you drive, how about you take a breathalyzer, you and your friend, and if either one of you are under the legal limit, we'll let you drive home. We were far from the legal limit. So then, my mother was there watching the show, which is the best of it, too. She was there watching the show, had laughed about all my bits, especially the one that got me kicked off the stage and shut down, and I had to call her to come back and pick me up and give me a ride, and I felt shame. That was a low point. It's like Game of Thrones shit. Yeah, my mother, yeah, my mother has said, uh, you really, in so many words, you, you need to get your shit together. Did, uh, so you got a lecture. Yes. Interesting. Yes. If we'd really love to have an audio recording of that. The lecture? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was, it was outstanding. And of course, Jared was the friend that was there. Nothing good ever happened when I hung out with Jared or Jared lived with me. We always got into... Because the dude straight up just drinks and drinks and drinks and drinks. I call it vodka week when I was living in Mason before I got my shit together. We literally spent a week... I think I called into work for three... We started on a Friday night. I called into work for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And between those five days for almost a full week, between him and I, we finished off... 17 fifths of absolute vodka, various flavors. Yeah. And I don't remember much of it. Like, we were drinking in shifts. Like, you drink for four or five hours, sleep for four or five hours, get up, drink for four or five hours. Yeah. It was terrible. I sent out some unsavory emails to some friends. A couple of them are no longer my friends, probably because of that. And yeah. It was not a good, it was not in a good place. No, it doesn't sound like you were in any place at all. No. <laughs> But I straightened that shit up. Well, that's plus. And hence, it landed you here. Yeah, on this uh, wonderful podcast, number 76 in Israel. 73. We're up three. Israel. Yeah. Fantastic. So thank you, all you uh, people fighting over the Holy Land. (laughs) We appreciate it. We're not going to pick a side, because we appreciate both of you. All of you? Many of you? Some. We want to pick a side. No. Okay. <laughs> it's best not picking, to get involved. Picking a side would break my apathy streak that I have going. <laughs> my apathy streak? <laughs> yeah. I have a severe streak of apathy going, and I'm pretty happy about it. So in that story, my friend is a dick, and here's why I was the dick that got... So they said they said for open mic night anymore, <laughs> they're not allowing experiment, they wouldn't allow comedy. <laughs> Nobody had ever done it, I'm like, it's open mic. In my mind, when you hear open mic, because I, I did stand-up, open mic means comedy. No, open mic meant assholes with little to no talent would bring their acoustic guitars and sing Gordon Lightfoot songs, you know? So you should have mentioned to them, say... Well, what I do is not comedy. That's right. Obviously. It's It's tragedy. It's tragedy. That's right. I'm the crying face in the theater. That's right. You know, I presented most of that material in Seattle at points, and it did very well. Just here is a... Uh, you I gotta remember the thumbs like yeah, twenty years behind the rest of the world. Right, right. We do get yesterday's sunlight here. So ba- <laughs> yeah, basically, my my major major attempts at, at comedy or heckling or anything are well documented and very terrible. Vis-a-vis the Jay Hollinsworth incident and also the incident at Stisa's in in Lexington. Yeah, but now you have like. 18 quick trips to your uh, <laughs> under my belt under your belt yeah. and 50 I believe 56 episodes something like that holy shnikes by the way you uploaded the uh, the live show finally yeah it should be it'll be going live um, it should be a couple days ago so go and find it 
Uh, we had I had to remaster the audio. The only editing I've ever done on the show, and, uh, and I had to remaster the audio. Too. Yeah, it was. It took a long time because it, we're we're talking some huge files. Oh, and yeah. uh, so, uh, so a lot of audio. I think it's close to four hours worth of stuff, I think. Are you shitting me? No, I'm not shitting you at all. <laughs> Holy cow. So it, it's it's expansive, and it, it uh, it's good. I've had to listen to it Numerous quite a bit, times. And, and it's, it's solid stuff. What are, what are some of the high points of it? Uh, well, obviously the young ladies that stop by and our conversations with them. Yes. Um, very enlightening if you're uh, if you're trying to hook up with like a... 21-year-old to 23-year-old chick. And, and very, do very, all the work. They don't like to be on top. Yes. Very enlightening for that. Yeah. Um, so that does me no good. Um, it really does none of us. Did I have any epiphanies in that one? Probably not. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you were... When you came in, your line of questioning probably helped the fellas out more than mine did. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. I was... I was... We'll say a gentleman... Yeah, I was not. And you were less of a gentleman. Uh, but <laughs> that was the best part, I'll be honest. It was kind of a Hail Mary by me, because I figure everything I've done in the past has never worked in this situation, so why not try doing the... Why try to... You know, I tried to do the opposite. And that didn't work either. No, but it's entertaining. It was. It was. <laughs> so you'll be able to get the audio of Phil crashing and burning. Like I said, it's a Hail Mary, and it wasn't like, it wasn't like you know, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers throwing a Hail Mary, that's for sure. So I... I at that point, I drank quite a bit. Yeah. But I have a question if you remember something. You kept the one young lady sitting directly to your right. Yeah. You kept adjusting her mic for her because she put it in terrible placement to hear her. Right. And I thought I saw at one point she swatted your hand away when you... <laughs> she do, might have. Do you remember anything with I that? I do. She, she's she like, what off foot. I couldn't hear her in my ears. So. Well, no, she was... Yeah. Her microphone was like six foot away on a headset mic. Well, and the things she was saying were things that I wanted our listeners to hear. Yeah. Because she was fucking hot. And She was a smoke show, wasn't and she? And pretty open about her oh preferences to things. Like, that's... I mean, the last time I was probably beside two women that attractive, I had to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, if you're not... If you don't have a bunch of... Bunch of a stack of money out right. to uh, hand them periodically, they're not going to stick around that long. Yeah. It wasn't Bisco's, was it? No. Oh, no. God. It was here. Had to make sure. We're waiting for Bisco's to open back up because we'll do a live, live podcast from Bisco's. Yeah, why not? We'll promote the shit out of their business. We, we might be the most attractive thing in Bisco's if, uh, <laughs> if we go I do that. I can't believe they never, that they ever shut, shut down because, I mean, I'm pretty sure coronavirus came from them. Yeah, yeah, that's where it originated. I mean, uh, that's where the bat came from that was eaten in China. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they shipped well, it over from the Bisco's bat. Yeah. We are we are well past the quick trip uh, level here, and this has been a shit show. So Okay. <laughs> they all are. I didn't talk about farts that much. They, they, they're, well, they're, you know, we're this gonna, is no better or no worse than anything else we've ever done. We're going to have to get out of here, but I do have a report from J.R. Jupiter he wants to file, but he's just, he's vacationing right now, so he's okay. Okay. So next week, Jared Jupiter will have a report. Okay. We forgot to check in with him, and I apologize. That's probably my fault. He just sent me a text that said "boats and hose," so that I don't know what the I don't know what the fuck it's going to be about. Yeah. If you have any guesses, email us. Jared Jupiter just said "boats and hose." Yeah. Let us know what you think. He might uh, be letting us in on next week. Yeah. So he'll, he'll probably have two reports. He's currently next week. he's currently vacationing in the year 1872. He said well, it was a simpler time. 
Boats and hose in 1872 generally means... Uh, no, he's vacationing in 1872. I asked him when the report for boats and hose was, and he said he said early early 1900s. Oh, okay. So yeah. like a steamboat. Yeah, it could be. Probably still has a lot to do with syphilis. Yeah. Oh, oh it's going to be riddled yeah. with syphilis. Yeah. And rickets. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. See, J.R. Jupiter, he has, he has the advantage because syphilis isn't a death knell for him because he can time travel. So right. he, can just, he can just bang anybody all willy-nilly because he's got the advantage of penicillin. Right. The right. availability. Because he can just pop into the 70s, 80s, or 90s at some point. Even come see us today. Like He, he was on the live show, too, by the way. Yeah. He actually interviewed us. Yep. So... <laughs> So he popped into 2021 for a bit, and he said, what a fucking shit show. Oh, yeah, he left pretty quick. Yeah, he, he left very quickly. I mean, he's the, like, he's like the only bigger train wreck than your podcast is 2021. That's right. I mean, I've never seen the DeLorean hit 88 miles per hour that quickly. No. The 1.21 gigawatts was just absolutely going off the charts. <laughs> All right, so should, should we yeah. wrap? What wrap are we at, 30 this? minutes? Uh, 34. Still a quick trip. Yeah, quicker than normal. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap things up. Adam Filkins, Phil Nickel, Mike Nickel, PNA Podcast Express, Pineapple Nipple Arsenal at gmail.com, PNA Podcast Express at gmail.com. Make good choices. 